0: Well, I'm starting something new here at the chelseajoe.co company inside of the Systemize Your Life podcast. You now are going to get to see a monthly real life recap from me on the last Friday of every single month where I dive deep and break down how I've reached my goals that month. I want you guys to see the behind the scenes, the inside scoop and hear all of the confessions from me As an everyday work-from-home mom, from the struggles with the pressure and the stress, the frustration, the tears, the sick kiddos, the unmet expectations, the hopes, the dreams, the fears, and truly how I successfully manage running a home and business without feeling pulled in all directions, I want you to know what every aspect of this looks like from behind the scenes, with me, all of this is going to be revealed to you in an incredible episode that I am going to be releasing to you every single month now. I'm so excited. There's so much to share. Nothing could be more meaningful to me than the mission of changing the culture of motherhood, where you and I both know that fulfilling your call inside and outside of motherhood is on purpose And although it may seem seem scary, we have a community here with one another, and I want you to be able to look back and pull up every single one of these episodes and hear from a true friend what it feels like to be a woman that is rolling up her sleeves and doing the hard work to show her children and to show every other generation that comes after her what it looks like to be a woman that is managing not only home and motherhood and marriage and herself, but a business too. So let's dive in to today's very, very first monthly real life recap. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships There are you know a handful of podcasts that I listen to, and I think, yeah, I used to listen to a bunch of podcasts, and now I've gotten pretty selective with what I consume just because my mind is consuming so many things now, and uh I'm always so grateful when you guys have chosen this as one of the podcasts that you choose to consume. I don't take it lightly, but on this weeding process that I have gone through over the last six months or so, I found myself really gravitating towards the women. There's a couple men that I listen to, uh, Donald Miller probably being one of the only ones. And then my husband listens to a, a pretty cool podcast called Bigger Pockets. And we listen to their stuff every once in a while, or I do. He listens to it religiously, but I listen to it every once in a while. Um, But I, I really like gravitate to the ones that are really open and honest and candid about what's going on behind the scenes. And I think that that's so important. And I got this idea and kind of sat on it for a while. And I was like, all right, I'm going to just do this. And, and so here we are. I am going to be talking to you about how I reach my goals every single month. And um, I, of course, have a system we're going to go through this pretty strategically. I'm going to I'm gonna talk to you about what my actual goals were. I'm going to talk to you about what I had to let go of in order to make those things happen because I truly believe that in order to make more space for new things to come our way, we have to let go of things. Um, that includes items in our home, feelings that we keep in our heart, thoughts that we keep in our minds and just choices that we make throughout the day what we what we hold on to in our time the relationships the things that we consume the things that we produce everything and in order to create more you have to get rid of things right and so we're going to talk about that but I also want to take you through like what did what did what did it look like in my motherhood what did my house look like while I was going through chasing my dreams and what what did what did it do to my marriage? What does my marriage look like this, and why? and then what does it look like in my business for me what I want you guys to know these things um and I also am gonna talk to you about my, what my routines, my time blocks, and my fundamental needs look like through that whole process so um feel free to take notes on whatever you want, but I'm just gonna go ahead and get started so First and foremost, my goals in January were mighty. I started out with a huge bang. I opened up the doors back uh, again to the academy. And anybody that's ever worked with me in a one-on-one capacity that has coached me or that has gotten to know me kind of on a micro level knows that these goals that I have in business are not just my goals in business. If I reach my goals um, either a certain number of downloads on the podcast or a certain level of income or a certain number of students in the academy or a certain rate of growth or a certain amount of projects completed, like whatever my goal is, if I managed to get those done, but I was like a not nice words to anyone in my family or I didn't have patience or I ran myself ragged to the point where I didn't feel good or I had like a relapse in my autoimmune issues, anything like that, like that to me is not a check mark in the box of, did I reach my goals? Yes, there are going to be times when I reach a goal, but if it really destroyed everything else in its wake, to me, that is not success. So when I talk about how to successfully manage your home and business, that's what I mean. I mean, keeping yourself in homeostasis, right? And so, yes, I wholeheartedly Can say that the month of January was absolutely that. Now, it was not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, and I can't wait to share all of the things that I did wrong, all of the things that I just need to do better with next time. Um, But overall, yes, I definitely reached my goals. And one of the things that I I had mentioned that I really want to talk about is what did I have to let go of to make room for what came my way? Well, honestly, I had to make a lot of sacrifices with, um, my time in motherhood, uh, in order to make room for the massive project that I took on of reopening the academy, which I didn't just like do yet again, another launch of the academy. Quite frankly, I have changed up. You guys know, anybody that's come to me has said, oh, when are the doors closing? When are the doors closing? I've completely changed that approach. Um, I aim for the Academy to be a resource that is ready and available for you when you are ready. And I believe that, I believe so much in the outcome that you will receive after you go through the Academy That I don't need to pressure you to hurry up and buy right now. Does it make you have a little hot flame under your rear and make you jump? Yeah, it does. And it's done it to me in many, many programs. But also as a business owner, it makes it incredibly hard to run that kind of program. And I don't want to run that kind of program. I want you to know that when that call is on your heart, when you say, I need that program, that you get really serious about investing in yourself and you jump in that day or that week and that you don't sit on it so long that you end up regretting, why didn't I do that sooner? You look back in two weeks, two months, six months, and you see all of these other people that are going through the academy and have incredible results and you're still sitting there on that decision. I'm not gonna be the one that keeps you from jumping in because I've closed the doors. You're the only one that's gonna hold yourself back from that and I'm going to encourage you every step of the way to say, it's time. It's time right now. Like That is what I want to do. And that means I had to change a lot of things. I've had to change a lot of things in my business to be able to make this next year successful, not using the open and close cart launch method. And it's a huge risk. It's been very scary for me. Um, There's just been a lot of feelings with it. And so I honestly had to let go of a lot. Like I could almost cry talking about this because that is what it looks like when you want to reach your goals. You have to let go of so many things in order to get to that that next level of what you want to do. And I did have to give up a lot of time with my kids this month because I was working really hard. And um, I let go of some sleep <laughs> too. I only had one night out of six weeks that I didn't sleep seven to nine hours. There was one night that I slept four hours and that was it. And I'm really, really proud of that. And that actually just kind of organically happened. I accidentally had a black tea (laughs) in the evening and like, I just stayed up late and my body was up and then I had to get up in the morning because my kid gets up. And so it ended up just working out like that. But I had really good boundaries with myself throughout that entire, through the entire month, all the way through that launch. Um, but I, I also let go of a lot of details in perfectionism and controlling different aspects. Um, I also let go of of the perfectionism in my home. There were lots of times when systems didn't go as perfectly. Routines didn't happen as perfectly. My house hasn't been perfectly cleaned. Um, There was quite a few of those things that I made a conscious decisions to let go of in order to make headway on some other goals that I had. And I will just leave that at that because I think that that is a pretty good digest of most of the things that I really did feel like okay we just we got to we got to move on from that Chelsea. <laughs> you you don't have the mental capacity To figure out how to make sure that all of your pillows are matching and your mantle is dusted and the DVDs are organized and all of your plants are in the perfect position and all of your cloth napkins are folded and all of the dishes are put away in the exact place and the dishwasher is loaded in the exact right way like all of these little things that I normally pour into my home and I really care about and I have the time to do, I just was like, you don't care about those things this month, Chelsea, because you care more about making sure that you reach this goal, um, with the Academy. So now let's talk about this. I'm going to talk about what has happened in my motherhood, because this is (laughs) a real life recap, right? And there is there's a lot of things that hold us back as moms from chasing our dreams outside of motherhood. And that's probably like the biggest, one of the biggest things that we struggle with. So I, I want to make sure that (laughs) I'm being honest with myself, which I am. I'm always very honest with myself. Um, but that I'm also really candid about what it felt like my innermost thoughts as a mom over the last month in January have been interesting, to say the least. I vividly remember one day with my kids, putting them to bed at the end of the night and thinking, huh, I don't remember like spending any time with you today. And I was home all day with them. And that's when I was like, "Ooh, that hurts. That is a dagger, and I need to improve on that. And so, you know, one of my big takeaways from this month—one place that I definitely have made a very big emphasis—and we'll talk. I'm going to talk about why this happened because I know exactly why I felt that way, um, and it has everything to do with my time blocks and my discipline in my time blocks. I walked away just like after tucking my kids into bed feeling like I'm excited to grow in my business and I can't wait for my kids to go to bed and I don't feel that way normally and so that's when I was like okay we have swung to the left on the pendulum Chelsea you need to bring it back and you know I don't think that that's a feeling that any of us ever want to admit or that we feel proud to talk about but I know you feel it you know I know I'm sitting in this position in and I've sat in this position in my career before as when I was you know hustling as a sign language interpreter and doing incredible things working in the high level government and you know on television interpreting and and just doing really awesome things and being away from my kiddo all the time and having them with sitters and doing all this kind of stuff and it it kind of felt that way but it's a really interesting sensation as an entrepreneur and a work-from-home mom the guilt that we place on ourselves and we start to become um, in this flow and in this zone of creating our own success and how we want more of it as it comes and I think that that is very in line with uh, spiritual force- forces and spiritual battles that we all need to be very, very cognizant of. And so when I heard that little whisper in me, I immediately knew that is not of me. That is not for me. That will not be my life. And tomorrow will be a different day. And I'm, I'm very thankful that I have that kind of intuitive ability and conversation with myself regularly and it's one that I want you to have with yourself as well Um, part of that feeling like you know I need more I want to do more of my business I want to do more of my business I want to do more of my business also came from the fact that we got hit with like multiple sicknesses multiple weeks in in a row and that was We've honestly just been going through this. Bailey started preschool in August, and it's just been, like, one thing after another, after another, after another. And then we had a good four weeks of, like, no one being sick. And then we went through Christmas and all of that. And then she went back for the spring um, session, and (laughs) she got hit with it again. And uh, the day after I launched the Academy, you guys, like, the day which had been a lot of work. It had been six weeks of just like straight up dedicated brain power. The day after I went to sleep and I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, mm, that's a funny mom feeling. And I listened to the monitor. I was like, "Nope, I don't hear anything. And I closed my eyes again. And then I heard Bailey cough and I was like, oh, she's thrown up. And I just flew up out of bed in the middle of the night and sure enough, by the time I got upstairs, she was throwing up. <laughs> and I don't know how I knew it, but I just like grabbed her little potty seat bowl because she's potty training, so she has like a little potty seat. And there I sat for the remainder of the night in her bedroom. And uh like a, she got better from that instantly. And then a couple days later after that, maybe about five days later after that, she got sick again with something completely different. Um don't really know what it was. And I was up with her for multiple nights in a row and bless, you know, Blaine's heart. He wanted to be with her, but I had just been with her so much because he had been on shift that she just wanted mom. And so, you know, there was just a lot of, of mom stuff going on in that moment where I felt like I want to be with my babies at all times, but I also have this other thing now that is legitimately on my plate. Um, and I really was struggling to figure out how to be at peace with how much time I was giving to both of them. And it caused me to have a sincere sit down and talk with myself about what this is going to look like moving forward. So that is what it was like on the motherhood front. Okay, now let's talk about something a little bit more fun. (laughs) I want to talk to you guys about, um, Well, let me say this before, though. Those were some of the things that I didn't really love about how I handled myself in motherhood. But I also do want to tell you that I am very, very proud, very, very proud of the way that I handled myself over the last month as a mom. I did have some feelings in my heart that I'm going to work on and I will grow through and I will be better because of it. But I included my kids in a lot of things and I showed up for them every single day the way that I wanted to. I had, I would say on a scale of like 1 to 10, I had like a level 7 boundary with my phone. There was a few times that I brought my phone into a kid and mom only block that I shouldn't have had it. Uh, There was a few times when I was with them that my heart was in a different place. But other than that, like I really poured into my kids the way that I wanted to this entire month I really did while I was reaching other goals um there's there were multiple times when I felt super frustrated and I practiced gratitude instead where I looked at them and I thought I'm so unbelievably happy that I have healthy children at home with me try again Chels like instead of getting frustrated lower your voice sit down on the ground and talk to them in a peaceful position. And I'm I'm just proud of myself. I literally am proud of myself. And just so you guys know, a, a trigger that I'm using with myself to keep me from yelling when I feel frustrated or I don't yell. I literally, like, I will have a very stern mom voice. And sometimes it goes to a level, my husband's like, you're yelling. And I'm like, that's not yelling. You want to hear mom yell? <laughs> that's not funny, but it's really funny. I will actually physically sit down on the floor to remind me to lower my voice. I have had to make myself take a seated position to get me to have a peaceful demeanor. It works like a charm. Okay. Anyway, write that down if you need that. Okay. So let's talk about my house. My house has been, uh, hmm. My house has not been a wreck. My house is never a wreck you guys, but it definitely was not great. There has been my stupid kryptonite. We have this kitchen island that has like a bar top size island and then it has the regular like like waist high, you know like regular countertop height on the other side of it. and on the higher side, on the other side of it in the in the kitchen, the end of it is this catch-all where all the things that are supposed to go upstairs that the kids just miraculously like bring down 12,000 items in a day. No one ever wants to take them back upstairs. And I have yet to reset the system and implement it the way that I want to. And so I've just had this catch all of crap. And Frankie Joe says, it's not crap, mom. That's not a nice word. It's stuff. And I'm like, you're right. It's stuff. And it all needs to go in the trash can all of it. It's like the randomest things. And so I need to take them all upstairs. That stuff normally gets taken care of every single week. The system that I'm implementing is that it will get taken care of at the end of every single day. Because at the end of the week, it's really this eyesore that no one wants to take care of. So it just has not been happening. And it's just consuming. It's consuming everything. And, you know, all of the little, my tidy cues that I teach women how to do inside of the academy. And and I've talked about them here before too. Like the points in my day where I'm supposed to tidy up, I'm pretty good. That's like in me now. It's to do that routinely. But like, I just kept putting little things off. I kept putting other little things off. And that would leads to me putting other little things off. My dishwasher wasn't unloaded. And readied to be loaded multiple times this month. And so we had a backup of dishes multiple times this month, which I know exactly what to do to get out of that. The problem is, is I was not honoring my time blocks the way I was supposed to. And so when it came time to come to the kitchen and and do that routine, I wasn't there. I wasn't showing up for myself, and so I wasn't showing up for my home either. And I will also say this, Blaine was left in charge of the parenting block. So remember when I said I had to sacrifice a lot of mom time, a lot of time with my kids? Well, most of that was made up for by my husband, and he was alone with the kids a lot. And one thing that I noticed this past month is that he's pretty good. I will say he's incredible he's absolutely incredible with showing up for me and for his family in less traditional, in the less traditional sense, right? Like he has his job, he does his thing, he does all the man things in the house. Like he does that traditional role, but he does an incredible job of being okay with taking on more than that. Um, But what I did notice is that he is not capable of single-handedly running the systems that I've put in place. And so I know that I need to do a better job as a leader of the systems for keeping our house clean. Um, and I need to lead much, much better in what it looks like when he's my replacement. Because you know, we just haven't practiced that very much. And when you think of when you think of somebody that does like their role in their job, where they're like the main person that executes this one thing over and over and over again and they leave and somebody has to come in and fill them in, like the first several times they come in and replace that person, they're not gonna be super proficient at it. And so I realized that big time, like at the end of the week when none of the to-dos got done and none of the cleaning got done because they were inside of an a.m. or p.m. block where I was working instead of being there to literally say hey this is what we're doing now and he's awesome he shows up he helps he's fantastic but when I remove myself and he's he's just there He's always just had me say, "Hey, it's time to do these things. It's time to do these things," because that's just what I do. You know, it's it's not ever been his responsibility. So I realize that that is something that, in order for our house to run on complete autopilot when I'm not there managing it, him and I need to have some more conversations about what we want that to look like. Because if he wants to have our house, which he does, <laughs> you know, if you if he wants things to continue to run the way that we've established them in our house when I can't be there. We need to have a better transition between when I'm running it and when he's running it. So that was definitely something that we that we looked at. Um, One thing that did go extremely well in our house is the outsourcing of cooking and meal planning. So Blaine went to the grocery store planned meals, shopped for meals and cooked the meals three weeks in a row. I cooked a lot of those meals as well. Um, and he, we always kind of switch off and on, but I'm almost always a hundred percent of the time the on dinner duty and he'll do breakfast. Uh, and then sometimes we share lunch responsibilities, but, um, he did a lot more than that for like three weeks in a row. And, He went to the grocery store. Sometimes I made a list. Sometimes I didn't. I just couldn't. I couldn't wrap my brain around it. It wasn't something I could do. He went. He took the girls. And he was able to uphold that system that we have of the planning, grocery shopping, how to get it in the fridge, clean out all the old food out of the fridge, and uh, whip up a menu board for us. So that did go extremely well. While we are on this topic I want to talk to you about the marriage bucket. So we've gone through motherhood, my house, and I'm going to talk about marriage, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about business. So um, honestly, you guys, it's been been awesome. And what I'm going to say is that I went through (laughs) launching uh, in my business um, four times before this time. And... (laughs) we kind of knew what to expect and there were a lot of conversations. I got a lot. I have improved um, to say the least in communicating what I need and being a million times less dramatic and emotional uh, with my own fears when scary things are happening in my world. So uh, we did really well. We maintained our Sunday sit down and um, we maintained our weekly date night I will be really uh this is a hard one to talk about uh, and I think that it's I I would love 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 if you guys could all talk back to me and we could have this community conversation about this right now but the unbelievably interesting feelings that came up for me as a woman beginning to see success and what that feels like. Now, look, I was approaching a six-figure earning as a sign language interpreter for many, many years. Um, But ever since Blaine and I have been together, he's brought income and I've had kids. And so I've just taken this role as a person that brought in supplemental income. And I, you know, and and that's not, that's not changed at all. I'm still bringing in supplemental income, but it's been an interesting, it's been an, very, very interesting feeling of creating this success and watching my husband take over for me in more traditional feminine roles, and how that's made me feel. I don't have anything other, anything else to say other than that. That I've had some interesting feelings to work through on my own. I've been journaling a lot. Um, and and talking to Blaine a lot about what this looks like and about what this feels like to navigate uncharted territory in my own life and in our marriage and with our girls and what does this look like and what does this mean and how do you feel about me you know outsourcing very traditional things that women do so that I can create success in in a business like how do you feel about that and you know, how do you feel whenever you've spent the day taking care of kids? And, you know, I come out and I have all these things to say about, oh, my business is, and my podcast this, da-da-da-da. Like, these are the conversations that me and Blaine have. And, you know, I'm unbelievably grateful for the character that he has. Um, but overall, I mean, we've really handled this month really really well and that has not always been the case Uh, Blaine and I have extremely um, strong feelings about a lot of things and we butt heads from time to time but I'm happy that we are learning to navigate this situation with respect and This month has just been a really great month and I I really do attribute that to both of us staying committed to our communication, to our date night, to our Sunday sit down and really being supportive of each other and and what we're trying to do. So I think that leads me perfectly into what does this look like and how did I reach my goals in January? So my biggest goal for January obviously was to uh, open the doors of the Academy and uh, I did that and we have members coming literally coming in every single day now to the academy which is the best feeling in the whole entire world and I also had a goal to reach 10,000 downloads in a month on the podcast and I can officially say that is happening I have big goals uh, for the total number of downloads for my podcast by July 1st, which is my birthday. And if we can maintain 10,000 downloads a month, we will get there. So that was a huge, huge goal for me that I pushed really, really hard to make happen. And I'm super excited to announce that that happened. Um, (laughs) it's, It's just really, really cool. The things that I am learning right now... Uh, As far as, you know, what does this look like for me? Um, (laughs) Blaine was like, wow, that closet has really served you well. And so has this little nook and cranny in our bedroom. Like, yeah, it really has. Like, it really, really has served me well. And all of this, I mean, like, oh my gosh, you guys, it's so crazy. Well, I sit here and stare at my shoes and, and, I'm surrounded by clean laundry and dirty laundry and like this is where I'm I'm making things happen and I've just realized this month like the last year was a lot of work and this year is going to be even more work for me and I have some I have some revamping to do um everything that I've done over the last year is going to stay the same I'm going to keep podcasting from you know, my closet and I'm going to keep showing up live for my little nook and cranny in my in my master bedroom. And that's what things are going to look like. But I've got new things on my plate that I guess I just, you know, sometimes you can't foresee things. And now I have weekly group coaching calls in the academy and I have one month's end um, call where we sit down and we get together and we plan our month, the upcoming month together. Um, And I don't have a, I don't have that in my workflow now. And these updates to the Academy that I'm so passionate about making that an incredible killer resource. So I have to do updates to it. And inside of the Academy, I have a feedback form and I, and I ask women at the end of every single module, was there anything about this that I can improve for you? Is there anything in here that is confusing to you that you, that you need clarification on? And I have a form for them to fill out that digests all this information for me. And I don't have that in my workflow on how to make sure that I keep up on that. And then my coaching clients that are coming in and these one-to-one clients, like just stuff that I didn't expect that I'm like, woo, I need to sit down. I need to do a workflow for this. I, just right now it's today finished up a phone call and am bringing on a, a new um kind of interim VA uh, to just kind of test the waters out for both her and me and you know now I've got to add that into the workflow so things are things are going really really well in my business I've had dedicated time to work on my business I will say this so there's the good now here's the bad and the ugly I am having a hard time drawing the boundary with my bedtime when my kids are in bed and my husband's not home I'm staying up and I'm working on projects I'm I am building and building and building and building a business right now and I have had to get on myself a few times and say Charles like you need to go to bed. And I am getting my sleep, but I'm completely consuming my entire morning time routine with just sleeping. And I don't love that. So that is the one boundary that I'm going to work on for myself in February. Now, wow, this all just like completely leads from one thing right into the other. So we've got just my routines, my time blocking, my fundamental needs I want to talk to you about very, very briefly. And that will be the end of my recap. But here is the thing. I want you guys to know that I still have this incredible resource for you that I want you to listen to. If you go to chelseajo.co backslash workshop, you can literally learn how to successfully manage your home and business without feeling pulled in all directions. The way that I have talked about all of this right now between my marriage, my home, my business, and my motherhood, I want to teach you how to do that. You can learn how to do that at the workshop. It's completely free. You can go right now and sign up, watch it like literally instant access to watch it. I want you guys to be able to feel as confident as I do when you're talking about how you're reaching your goals. And I want you to feel confident and and have the success that I know you were designed to have in your motherhood and your business. So go to chelseajo.co backslash workshop to be able to grab that uh, right now, like literally right now. But The last thing that I'm going to talk to you about are my routines, my time blocking, and my fundamental needs. So the one routine that I'm, well, I should say the two routines I'm not doing that I didn't do well in January are my nighttime and my morning routine because of what I just explained to you. I was staying up too late. Uh, But the one thing that I have done, the one routine that I have done really, really well is my sensory routine before I start my work block, Um, which you guys can all see, like what went really well for me was how devoted I was to my routines and my time blocks for my work. And I wasn't as devoted to my routines and my time blocks for myself and for my motherhood. And that's what was lacking, right? And so these things go hand in hand. And that's why I teach them. And you all know you're not going to get away from a monthly recap without me touching on my fundamental needs. These are like just forever a part of me and my husband. I feel like we get them tattooed on ourselves at this point. <laughs> but for sure, we we did pretty good with our cleaning every single week. We gave it a solid try between sick kids and me working more than normal. It didn't always happen happen, but it did get on the calendar and we did stay up to date for the most part. One of the zones that we didn't do was washing the bed sheets. Some of you guys may be thoroughly grossed out by that. And some of you may be like, what? You wash your sheets every week? I mean, every month? No, I don't wash them every week. I wish I did. I probably, I don't know that I would ever do that actually. Um, But I think that's the only thing. We stayed up with the bedrooms, living room, kitchen, and bathrooms. We did really well with those. We got a to-do in... um, like two out of the four weeks. We did date night every week. We meal planned, or like I said, Blaine did. um, We did our family fun every single week. Working out is not happening for me right now, but I am foam rolling and stretching in lieu of that, which is not really checking the box for me. And so let's just come back in February and see what my February recap looks like for that, (laughs) because I do want to make that. Um, more of a priority. My personal time is my work time. That happened like a champ for both of us. And then um, we did our Sunday sit down. The last thing before we wrap this up is this note about personal time. One thing that Blaine and I went through is um, he has his personal time and I have mine. And we struggled a bit with what that looked like this month as far as what and how do we balance this? And for a very long time, it was like, okay, I'll get 15 hours, you get 15 hours. And we tried to make it clean cut. And I realized in the first week of January that that was not going to fly. Like, I I needed like 30 hours that first week. And And he did not. And he was getting time to work on things that were not time sensitive. And it created a lot of frustration and resentment and bitterness inside me. And so we had one little itty bitty riff because I lost my cool and my emotions around it because I was frustrated. And so I apologized and said, hey, like, I think what we need to do is just look at what this looks like for next week. And we need to say and I I just straight up told him. I was like, you need to come to the Sunday sit down with a number. You need to know what you need, not want, but need to get done in your business next week because the way that the the way that the dice have rolled out is that right now, before I have this huge project, I probably am gonna need more time than you. And those tables will turn in time. Like there will be a time when you have a major project and on your end, and I don't, and you're going to need more time, and I think that we should try and approach it that way. I asked him what he thought about it. He said, "Sure." We switched things up and we did it that way, and it worked much better. So, um, as far as our personal time and our Sunday sit down went goes, that's how it went down for us. All right, that is the end of my recap, and I really greatly look forward to sharing more of the inside scoop with you guys on what it looks like to be chasing our dreams and following that call that is on our heart as a mom and not only in in our motherhood and in our marriages and in our homes but also as we grow and explore our passions too. As always, it has been so fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. And until next time, I look forward to hanging out with you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves?